What's going on, guys? Welcome into today's show. As always, your host, Maddie A, and I've got a great wise investor tip for you guys today. One of the most common questions that I get asked is, how did you narrow in on your investment criteria so you know and feel confident about what you're looking for and what you want to move forward with when it comes to your real estate investing goals? And whether you're a single-family real estate investor, you're a commercial real estate investor, I'm going to share with you guys a framework for narrowing in on what we call is your buy box. If it falls into this box that has this criteria and meets all of these requirements and checks all of these boxes, then this is something that I know is aligned with my goals, my investment capacity, and it meets pursuing and going forward with this investment. And whether you're new, whether you are seasoned, whether you are in single family or any real estate asset class in commercial, this is a framework that I teach inside my mastermind and that I teach to my one-on-one coaching clients. And ultimately that was taught to me by many of my wise mentors and investors. And so I'm going to share this with you guys. So you can go through this process for yourself as well. If you're working on trying to optimize your investing criteria, or if you're maybe looking at a different asset class. So we'll dig into that in just a quick moment. But I just want to give a big welcome and shout out to all the new listeners over the course of the last few weeks. We've really seen some jumps in listenership, new people, new downloads from all over the globe. So welcome. If you're not subscribed to the show, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. The only thing I ask guys in 2024, um, is we're not sending people to the store, even though you got millionermindcast.com with all kinds of cool stuff and all the other things that I often talk about. My main focus and main ask is just take 60 seconds to leave a review. It's the easiest and most um, impactful way that you can support the Millionaire Mindcast. So if there's one little thing that is shared with you that feels like an item of value, all I ask, invite somebody to listen to the show or share it with somebody and leave a review. We've got you know, the King's Table podcast, which is growing only on YouTube. We've got the Mastermind on the Wise Investor Collective and Network, which is growing the 25 people that we are narrowing down our last final seats for those that want to net 50K in passive income by buying one commercial real estate asset in 2024. People that are serious and active about that. Uh, The hundreds of apps that rolled in, I didn't think it was going to be as challenging to narrow it down to those final 25. But man, do we got some amazing people in this founding members group. So big shout out to all of you who have applied. Uh, For those that didn't get selected, I love you. I know I still want to connect with you and and still find ways to bring in value to you. But this is going to be an episode that will help many of you um, really narrow in on what your investment criteria is that aligns with the goals and the income that you're looking to unlock by when you want to unlock it by. So Let's jump in. And I'm going to use the purpose of this discussion to stay in alignment with my buy box criteria in my commercial real estate assets that were aligned with my investment goals. Many of you guys know, right? My uh, about six years ago, I started to simplify my passive income and wealth building goals. You know, I had my business on all of the hotels and the operating company, my other coaching business, consulting, you know, different investments. But those were my active, um, you know, investments. Those were things that required me trading time for money. And I really wanted to start 
chipping away at my passive income plan beyond what my single family portfolio was doing. And at that time, you know, I had dozens of single family houses and they were kicking off a couple hundred bucks a month. And with my goal of getting to $500,000 a year in passive income in the next 10 years, I realized I was either going to have to buy a significant amount of single family homes and manage a significant amount of properties in that portfolio, or I was going to have to retool my investment strategy because the timeline and the model financially did not align. Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building a bigger pipeline with real customers, leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this deep sales, and LinkedIn has built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started. And I hear this from people all the time that go, yeah, I want $25,000 a month in passive income. And then they tell me that, you know, they are going to do it with single families or with Airbnbs. And they want to do it within, you know, five or 10 years. But when you go and break down the math on how many properties they can buy every year and how much those properties kick off, and if you do that year and year after one another to get to that milestone, it doesn't actually align with the math and the capacity of the investor. So this is why I decided to retool and say, you know what? I'm going to just act as if I have a clean slate and say, in 10 years, I want to get to $500,000 a year in passive income. And I want to simplify in a way that is something I know I can easily execute on. And that is to just buy one property a year. So if I'm just going to buy one property a year for the next 10 years, then that property, if I reverse engineer the math, needs to net me when all is said and done, $50,000 a year. And I said, okay, so now I have a income target, right? That $50,000 a year net annual income. I've got an investment horizon or timeline. I want to do that within the next 10 years. And I can now start this process. What types of markets, what types of properties and assets, and what types of financial structure or criteria 
am I going to need to understand and know about and work into my plan in order to get this off of the ground? And so for me personally, as I went through all of this work, I started going online, connecting with brokers, looking at deals, and looking at the numbers of those deals that netted $50,000 when all was said and done. And as I started looking at more and more properties, I started then being able to say, okay, these types of asset classes and these types of price points with this amount of money down or this deal structured this way is starting to help me refine my criteria. And as I started to nail it down, that's what led me to my first retail strip center and then my medical plazas. And that became something as I rinsed and repeated over time, I got better at. The first one netted me like 55. The next one netted me like 80. The one that I just bought netted me 175. Some of the others that I had were north of six figures, right? So the bare minimum was 50K. But by getting clear on that criteria and making that the foundation in which I built my passive income plan off of, I was able to start tweaking and optimizing and finding opportunities that still fell within those buckets of my comfort zone and operating capacity, but even more so unlocked bigger swaths of income. And so to kind of help share this framework with you guys, number one is you got to clarify your investment objectives. What is your income target? Is it 20K net income a year? Is it 5K net income a year? Is it 500,000 net income a year? And what is your timeline for when you want to achieve that by? Determining that desired timeline is important so that way you can reach this income goal in an effective and efficient manner and have a plan to execute on that actually aligns with it and has the proper stepping stones. And this includes assessing whether the focus is on immediate cash flow or long-term capital appreciation. What is your risk tolerance and evaluating the level of risk that you're willing to take, right? Because this is all going to influence the types of properties and the financing options or structures that you consider. Next is starting to get a little bit more familiar with the property types. Sometimes people will tell you to start thinking about markets that you want to focus on, right? And if you're one of these investors, I am, you know, rooted here in California and I've gotten a lot of my um, investment experience in my early years, you know, 15 years ago in California, I still own assets in California, but California, you know, if you're in single family is a very bad state to own in, in a lot of ways because of the politics and the legislation and the renters control and a lot of the things that the government dictates to you as an investor. So I know many people that go, even though I like certain property types, I'm never going to be an investor in California. So market analysis and property type selection, I think, can be interchangeable. Um, I went for property type first because I was market agnostic. I said, hey, if the deal pencils and makes sense, I'll do it in California. I'll do it in Texas. I'll do it in Florida, right? It doesn't matter as long as I feel comfortable with the deal numbers and the deal structure and I'm mitigating my risk and it meets my buy box criteria. But some people might say, you know what, I don't touch any tertiary markets or second tier one, you know, tier two, tier three markets. I only want tier one, A plus locations in red states, right? So getting clarity around if that is something very important to you, then you might want to look at market analysis first, property selection second. 
when we come to market analysis, you're going to want to think about the geographic focus and identifying which geographic markets or regions or you know, areas around the country you want to target based on factors like economic growth, tenant demand, rent growth, you know, market stability, depending on the asset class, you know, business types in the area, crime rates, all of those types of demographics. And we get into a lot more of the details there, but that's some high level stuff for you to to think about when you're talking about geographic focus and then market trends, analyzing current trends in these markets, right? Including vacancy rates, occupancy rates, rental rates, property appreciation trends, certain legislation that you may want to be keeping an eye on or paying attention to. Those would be some of the high level market trends. And again, we get into a lot more detail about this stuff in coaching and you know, our mastermind group, but this is enough to kind of get you started, right? Now, when it comes to property type selection, there are so many different property types. Now, I have transitioned out of single family for the various reasons of commercial has higher income potential, a higher ROI in my energy, my effort on my skills. It's really significantly less management intensive. It obviously has a lot of income stability and predictability when you're talking about longer term leases and how you structure these things with your tenants or you know the businesses that are operating out of your assets the scale of investment returns the ability to do value add opportunities is really key and one of the things that's just unbeatable um, and undefeated in commercial real estate is the impact of tax savings and depreciation opportunities. So that's why I like commercial real estate. But whether you're doing single family or you're doing, you know, Airbnbs or you're doing, you know, obviously any one of the many commercial real estate assets, retail, office, industrial, boutique hotels, mobile home parks, storage facilities, the list goes on and on and on. But then you can start once you have an idea of your markets and some of the income goals that you have for your particular asset. Because again, we're just talking about one a year. So if you get clarity on that, then you can start to narrow down the property types that align with that and that you feel comfortable with and that you have interest in and the markets that those types of opportunities are prevalent in and that you may be interested in. Then you can start to set up some of your searches and start reaching out to brokers and start looking at different deals and increasing your pipeline of deal flow. But the other thing that you need to think about when it comes to property type is the size and scope of it, right? As you start looking at some more of these deals based on the income that kicks off of some of these assets, you're gonna start to get to narrow down on, oh, okay, this one makes sense. I'm seeing more medical plazas that fall in this line with my income goals and the price point that I feel comfortable at, right? Or you're going to go, man, I might need to revise my goal because I'm not going to be able to swing at some of these right away. Or maybe you say, hey, I need to double my goal because I can totally crush one of these things. And maybe I, you know, double my value and double the income goal that comes out of it. So understanding the size and scope um, and, you know, determining those things when it comes to the properties you're looking to consider um, balancing that potential income with the, you know, manageability and the operations and the risk are all things that you want to consider. These are wise investing practices that every savvy investor I know, single family, commercial, and you can even branch out into other, right, venture capital, into stocks. These are things that 
are, you know, relative to the industry and the asset that we're talking about. Now, the next piece and component of this is the financial criteria. So you need to really get clarity on what is your price point, right? In terms of what kind of properties are you looking to acquire? And that's including your purchase price and any needed what we call CapEx, capital expenditures, renovations to get the property improved to a condition that allows you to increase the cash flow that you're really looking to get. Cash flow analysis is important. Being able to establish criteria for the expected cash flow from properties, ensuring, right, the net income target can be realistically met. And the debt service considerations, debt service, meaning your mortgage payment, essentially, you got to service that debt. So making sure that, you know, you're factoring in the cost of potential mortgages or loans, ensuring that they align with the income and the cash flow objectives that you want to see when all is said and done, taking care of the operating expenses, taking care of the capital improvements, and of course, making sure that you're paying your debt and servicing that debt to eventually have it kick out the cash flow that you're looking for at the end of the day that's aligned with your goals. When you start breaking down and getting more clarity around those things, then you can start looking at the operational considerations. What kind of management or operations are going to be required in order for this asset to operate in a capacity that kicks off this income and allows me to achieve my income goal, right? And then also thinking about some of the value add potential whether properties with value add potential, which obviously when we say value add, that's just requiring improvements, whether that's better management, whether that is improving the physical condition of the property, whether that's improving the leases or the relationships with your tenants, whether that's finding ways to increase income in other capacities beyond what the investment is already doing, lowering operating expenses, that's what we call value add, when you can find a way to increase the net operating income, which in commercial real estate allows you to inflate the value by adding that into the asset. So those are some of the things that you want to think about as what are my operational considerations that are also being taken into account with my financial criteria, which then aligns with the right properties in the right markets. From there, then you also want to think about your exit strategy. Are you going to swap until you drop, right? That's the 1031 language of every time I have, and I'll just give you an example. I've had a single family property that I refied twice. Then I took the proceeds and I ended up buying another property that I then did a 1031 exchange with the equity built in that to buy a bigger property and then did a 1031 exchange to buy a bigger, right? So do you want to do that? Do you want to hold forever? What is your long-term strategy? These are all things that you want to consider, right? When it comes to building up your passive income and your portfolio and getting a clear, clear picture for yourself around your buy box criteria. And then from there, right, it's just a, a, adjusting, tweaking, and ultimately getting as many reps in that buy box criteria as you possibly can to refine it, to optimize it, and to get it more crystallized so that way, when you're clear, you're going to be able to go out into the market and let every broker know, set up all your proper searches to find those types of assets that check all of those boxes. And then you're really going to start to see some traction around deal flow and getting in and analyzing opportunities and getting a much better 
and more confident understanding around how to chip away at your income goals by just getting that one commercial property a year. So that's kind of a 30,000 foot view on the narrowing in on your buy box criteria. You know, as I bought my first commercial retail strip center, guess what? The second one was better because I got some reps, I refined, right? I tightened up some of those things, I learned some lessons. And that is ultimately, you know, one of the best ways that you can build wealth. You know, most people talk about, well, how do I get started in commercial real estate investing? And I get that question over and over. And, you know, my best piece of advice outside of joining a mastermind, getting mentorship and hands-on one-on-one coaching. That is the quickest way to get in a, in, a, in a facet, in an arena like this that is complex but also very simple to eliminate a lot of the fluff, the mistakes, the failures, and you know get that goal accelerated. That being said, if you're somebody that wants to just do this on your own and take your time and learn, right? Getting your buy box criteria is going to be very important. And then the second piece of it is once you learn how to find those types of good deals that meet your criteria, like my first, you know, retail strip center that I bought back in 2017, is I learned how to find it and then I just took action on it, right? Be dumb enough to believe in yourself and smart enough to execute. And then from there, because I made mistakes on this process, you're going to make mistakes in the process. And guess what? You just need to react quickly to those mistakes. And that's ultimately what I did on my first one, which then I took those learnings, took those failing forward moments, and I just took action again. And every time I've gotten more repetition in buying deals and underwriting deals and talking with brokers, you just get a little bit more weaponized, a little bit more confident, a little bit more equipped to go out there and continue to improve on a strategy you've put a lot of time and energy into and make it a little bit better and a little bit better until all of a sudden you look up in five or 10 years and you have unlocked 100, $200,000, $500,000 in passive income. And so waiting around for somebody to tell you how to get started is the biggest waste of your time. You got to do, you got to learn, you got to redo, and you got to repeat. And that is one of the most important things. But Step number one, let's get clear on our criteria so you're not spreading yourself thin, looking at deals, negotiating on opportunities, putting energy, resources, time, capital into things that actually aren't aligned with getting you to where you want to be by when you want to be there by. And so this is something that I know can help anybody investing in any type of real estate asset class, single family or commercial by getting clarity on what do you want to achieve by when and what asset class actually aligns with that in the capacity that you can do it on an annual basis. Are you interested in boosting your income by an extra $50,000 this year? If so, you're going to love what I've got in store for you. I am beyond excited to officially announce an incredible opportunity to join me in my exclusive mastermind, which will include myself and 25 other hand-selected investors who are actively pursuing commercial real estate in 2024 and want to be held accountable to making sure they buy their first or their next commercial real estate investment property that will net them a minimum of $50,000 a year. This mastermind group will not only teach you how to do that, how to find, how to analyze, 
how to structure and buy these types of commercial real estate investment properties, but you'll also have an opportunity to be a part of an intimate group of high achievers that are going to take your network and your resources to a whole nother level. But here's the catch. Like I mentioned before, this is exclusive. We're only selecting 25 ambitious individuals for our founding members group who are serious and ready to take that next step in their commercial real estate investing journey. So if you are ready to increase your passive income by at least $50,000 in the next year with commercial real estate investing, then this is your moment. These spaces are gonna fill up fast and trust me, this is the one and only time to be a founding member, which comes with some pretty special benefits. So head over to myfirst50k.com and submit your application now. Again, that's myfirst50k.com. You can head over there, check out the program, see everything that it entails, submit your application to join, and I can't wait to connect with you soon. And by systematically working through these steps, you know, you can develop a well-defined buy box that aligns with your goal, and then you can build activities, efforts, lead generation plans, right? Relationships, resources that are all in congruency and synergistic with that one goal and that one path. There's not 20 different paths. When you have a very clear buy box and a very clear plan on how to go there, there's only going to be a few paths to achieving that. So if you want more information on real estate investing and commercial real estate investing, be sure to check out myfirst50k.com. We've got some great stuff going on. We're going to be launching and releasing the um, foundations course for beginner commercial real estate investors. We've got our uh, mastermind that is going to be filled up here by and kicking off by uh, February. Um, and this is not for beginners. This is for people with financial acumen, investing experience, some liquid capital. They just don't have that commercial real estate asset that nets them 50K a year in their portfolio. So that's what the mastermind group is specifically focused on. Because once you know how to do that on one asset and you rinse and repeat that for the next five years, you're on the path to $250,000 a year in passive income, right? So those are some of the things that we're going to be really focusing and doubling down on in 2024 community, the brand, more content. That is something I'm committed to bringing out more value to you guys. And I just got to give a shout out to Ed and to Justin and to Stephanie and James and a lot of the people that I've been able to connect the last few weeks with that listen to the podcast that are taking massive action on their commercial real estate investing goals. And just knowing that um, this is the podcast is the catalyst for how I've been able to connect with so many amazing people that share in this exact journey in in the sense of we all want to unlock wealth in a different capacity and we're leaning in and trying to surround ourselves with other people that have like-minded interests, similar goals, and are ready to take action and collaborate. And that's the beauty of being a part of whether it's just a discussion on a podcast, you're part of a community or it's getting to an event or it's getting to a mastermind right? Or it's joining coaching, whatever it may be. Some of these relationships are going to be the keys that unlock your next level of wealth. And as I have told many people that are part of the mastermind, I am not the the talking head guru. I am a participant. I'm looking to learn, grow. We're bringing in experts. We're holding people accountable. We're creating an environment of collaboration, clarity, and ultimately results for those that are interested in that and just by being a part of the Millionaire Mindcast family, 
we are invested in your success. So if you're not on the newsletter, head over to millionermindcast.com and get on my newsletter because that's something that we're consistently building up and bringing more value and free content out on that. If you're not following me on social media, I want to connect with you guys. I'm putting out more content there. And if you want to get way more intimate and really build a connection and relationship and get real results, then you can check out the mastermind or my one-on-one champion coaching, which there's more information at wiseinvestorcollective.com on that. That being said, I hope you guys have a phenomenal rest of the day. Don't forget, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your march to a million and beyond. I'll see you guys in next week's episode. Cheers. Cheers.